ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Committer Quit. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. This is Eddie. Welcome to the show. Um, before we jump into it, we uh, I want to ask you, Edward, how are you? I'm doing okay. About as good as anybody can be at a time like this. I'm in Atlanta. I've been spending a week with Omanapa, which has been uh, it's been great actually. Just just being their son and just hanging. <laughs> How about Mom you? Mom and Dad keeps you've been pretty busy. I'm, I'm I've been busy. I uh, I almost brought my back learning a new dance for my comeback. Um, I so I've been doing that. Uh, wrapped up the album, shot the music video. I just you know tidying up some some final things, and um, just working hard, man. That's it. I'm like, that's all there is, right? Dude, Mom and I don't Dad know keep sending pictures of Rocky. Yeah, they absolutely love Rocky, and Mom and Dad are constantly like, "Hey, you know, we would definitely consider having a dog if you gave us Rocky." And I'm like, "Ha ha!" Like, <laughs> I don't even like joking about that. That's my child you're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it's… Oma really, really loves Rocky. I've never seen her so affectionate towards a dog before. Like she will she literally get like on the floor. She doesn't like dogs usually. She'll really? get on the floor and Rocky will go up and like… She'll just hug him. And I'm just like, this is pretty amazing. And so, <laughs> you know, mom had… She had surgery this week. So that was a little bit mm-hmm. scary. But she's mm-hmm. been recovering well. Um, I'm just super glad that I'm here uh, with Brittany and and Rocky. And so like yeah. every time we leave the home to go get something for her, uh, we come back and Rocky is just like right next to her. Like just mm-hmm. in total guard mode, comfort mode. I just love that dog so much. He's the best. He's great. He's the best. Yeah. Um, I mean he definitely anyways. grew on you as well. During our time, uh, well, I've never, I've never disliked Rocky. I've always loved Rocky, and I've always wanted a dog. I just can't responsibly have one. So, good decision. That is just my life, dude. This um, is not the Rocky anyway. show. All right, let's move I know. On. I'm trying to say, anyways. I mean, I haven't seen you in so long. It's just like we're catching up, like genuinely. There's no script here. Well, look. I'm just trying to lead our people into this into this episode, and you literally went on a three minute explanation of how great your dog is. Congratulations! Okay. All right, dude. If you want to cut it, you can cut it. Okay. All right. Anyways. Everybody, if you're listening to this show for the first time, this is a show where we watch some of the leading K dramas and TV shows, and we kind of decide if we want to quit it or commit to it. And we do this for you because. There are so many shows in the world. I started a new one last night too. That's not a K-drama. And I'm like, do I quit it? Do I love it? Or do I absolutely hate it? And should I spare everybody from watching this show? So we're doing you a service. This is a public service for free. So that we make sure you don't waste your time. That's what we're doing. So this That's is Commit right. or Quit. And today we are discussing… Uh, it's not old. It came out last year. It's a Netflix K-drama. It's called Love Alarm. And it was highly requested by… Our listeners, which is why we're doing it. And um, Eddie, one word in one one little line, how would you describe this drama? Confusing. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you hooked now? Are you guys hooked? Are you are you hooked on this social experimentation, confusing quote unquote drama? Well, if you guys are ready, 
We're going to jump into it. This is Commit to Quit. Let's get started. Hey, uh, what do you want to watch? I don't know. Oh, I actually heard this is really good. What do you say? Should we commit or quit? Okay, so welcome to the show, guys. Today we're talking about Love Alarm. And I'm excited to jump into it because Eddie seems genuinely confused. And this is how I feel most of my life. I feel confused about a lot of things. And I'm glad that somebody is sharing in my confusion. Not not particularly on this drama, but just in general. So, um, what? Just we're about jump life? In. You're just confused about yeah. life? I'm always confused about life, bro. Life okay. is just confusing as hell. You, you're not confused about life? Dude, I have no idea what's going on. Exactly. That's how same. we all feel. But you know one thing that I'm sure of, I'm I'm 100% sure of is that if our listeners go subscribe, leave a rate and review and join our Patreon at patreon.com/divestudios, it would make life a lot better. Wow. But anyways, I digress. We're going to jump into it. Here's Love Alarm. Eddie, tell us about this. What's the synopsis? Yeah. So, the Netflix synopsis says In a world where an app alerts people if someone in the vicinity likes them, Kim Jojo experiences young love while coping with personal adversities. And this is actually based on a webtoon by Chon Ge Young. Uh, And as you as you stated earlier, this is actually season two. Uh, Season two is coming out August of 2020. Um, You mean there's a season one and there's a season season one. That's right. See, you are confused. <laughs> I actually have no idea what is going on at this moment. Okay. It's been a All long right. week. So it's it's a Netflix show. Uh, we'll give you a quick rundown of the characters. Kim Jojo, main character. She's a diligent, friendly high school student. Kind of quiet. Works two part-time jobs. An orphan. And it's revealed that she lives with Kormi. And Kormi is her cousin, Pak Kormi. Jojo's cousin and a popular girl at school who wants to be a K-pop idol, it seems. There is the main guy character, Hwang Sun-ho. He's the model and son of a wealthy politician. Transfers to Jojo's school. Must and is nice. the guy that everybody has a crush on. And he likes Jojo. There's Lee Hae-young, who's Sun-ho's best friend, who has a crush on Jojo. Before Sun-ho comes back to the school and lives at Sun-ho's place because his mom is like a… A maid at Sono's house. Um, I'm going to leave it at there. I feel like those are the main four characters that we should know about. Um, okay. And to give you guys a recap. Here we go. Here's the recap. So if you guys don't want to hear this recap. You could probably just fast forward. I don't know. A minute and a half. Two minutes. But if you want to listen to my lovely voice. Just narrationing stuff. And I just woke up a little bit ago. But I advise you, know. you to skip. I advise you to skip. Bro, what? You haven't even heard it yet. I prepared all, right. all week for this. All right, let's hear it. All right, guys. Love Alarm. Episode 1 starts with a flashback to four years prior with the launch of Joe Alarm. Okay? An app that alerts users if anyone within a 10 meter radius is romantically interested in them. It were immediately introduced to Kim Jojo, a hardworking student. And we learned that her parents died at a young age. And she lives with her cousin Pakomi and her mother emo right and that's the trainee Um, right yeah that's the trainee um in episode one we meet jojo's two love interests so there's hwang suno there's lee they both like her 
And she also, by the way, has a boyfriend. Scandalous. So scandalous. Sounds like um, a love triangle to me. This sounds like a love quadrangle to me. Yeah, a square. That's complex. called a square. It's, it's called a square. Um, so, okay. So there's Sono. And then there is Lee Haeyoung. And Haeyoung and Jojo work together. Not very important. But uh, eventually… This Sunil kid comes to comes back to Korea and joins this high school. And people get there and everybody is freaking the F out. They're like, oh my god, this dude is so tall and handsome. And he does that like typical K-drama boy yep. look where he like yep. is is just like glaring at everybody. But right. because he has a small face and broad shoulders, everybody's like, oh my god, stare at Super me like small that. Face. Super small face, yeah. broad shoulders, pretty tall guy, very yeah. serious. Good hair and makeup. And people are like, oh my god! Look yeah. at me, Opa! And did we and, mention uh, a model and son of a politician? Dude, by the way, his house is ridiculous. Can we talk about how unrealistic that house is? Like, dude, nobody can live like, in that house. From Parasite to this drama to like some of the other dramas we've seen. Like, where are these homes in Seoul? Please tell me. Please tell me who's living in these $100 million homes. They're I fake. would like to know. They're okay. fake. Yo, I saw this thing where on Parasite, they're like showing how they shot the home. Like most of it was CG. Um, Ain't that crazy? Yeah. It was CG. So it was… They found like the bare bones of a house. And then they CG'd the rest of like the trees and like the overall like vibe of everything. Because they can't, they can't yep. find a place like that. That's impossible. But anyways. So there's For those of you who don't thing- know what CG is, it's computer generated. Oh my god. Thank you so much. I thought it was computer graphics. So I'm really glad you cleared that up. Wait. Seriously? Is it computer graphics know. or generated? Anyway. I thought it was thing. graphics. Again, we're confused. But… <laughs> so… So there's… <laughs> I really have no if, idea. If you guys are watching… Or if you're just listening to this… If you watch this highlight clip… You're going to see Eddie's face literally… <laughs> go through so much confusion… But anyways, um, all right. So it's episode one, generated. Joe Alarm. Okay. Stay on track, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's Joe Alarm. And it's an app that you put on your phone. And it's like a little heart signal kind of thing. And if anybody walks within 10 meters. So like what? 30 feet of you. And they like you or they're interested in you. It goes bing. And apparently everybody around you and the neighbors can hear this bing. So everybody freaks out. And they're like, oh Eric, my god. I'm gonna stop you me? right there. I'm gonna stop Why? you right there. This is where I say that the, the show is confusing. Okay. This is not possible. Technically not possible, correct? Can we just like lay it out there that this is not a realistic type of universe? I understand that, dude. But let's also say this is a K drama. Your record of K dramas that you like has an alien coming from outer space, right? Just tr- time traveling to be with his girlfriend who wears Chanel lipstick. Yep. And y- you buy that stuff up. So if you're going to s- sit here and talk about realistic ca- possibilities, this ain't the place for it. Okay. Okay. So we are acknowledging that that is actually not possible though, right? It's not possible, dude. Okay, Unless okay. we're going to plant some chip in our brain that allows us to connect to our phones so that somebody can say, oh. This dude or this girl is in love with this person. No, it's not possible. Okay. 
Okay, fair enough. Like, okay, then I retract my comment about this being confusing. It's really not that confusing at all. There is some fantasy element to it. And let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. We can't move on because now I got to say, you thought that this was going to be a realistically possible thing? No, I did not, Eric. Let's move on. Okay? <laughs> Let's get to the meat. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so episode one ends with Sono, the model dude, pretty much going to Jojo and being like, yo, Let's kiss. And she's like, what? You crazy. Yeah. And he's so forward. And he, he's like, no, let's kiss. She's like, no, I have a boyfriend. And then he's like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, no. And then they kiss. And I was like, yeah, what? dude. I was like, was that consent? I mean, I don't like… You know, it's like the music was like super cheery and stuff. And like everybody was… She's like, no, I have a boyfriend. But anyways, they end up kissing. But it was pretty uncomfortable to watch. Like that entire scene was very uncomfortable. Because it felt like very creepy. And then they kissed. And then I was like, but did she like it? Like I couldn't even tell. I was like, did she enjoy kissing this dude? Or is this supposed to be like harassment? Like I was very confused. confused. Yeah. I am confused about it. Okay. Yeah. Let's bring it full circle. Okay. So anyways. That's how episode one ends. Alright, so episode one ends. I'm confused. And also, by the way, he knows that his best friend likes Jojo. But he still goes out and does this. And I was like, this dude's crazy, right? Yeah. This dude has a lot of issues. Mommy issues, definitely. And uh, we go into episode two. Episode two. Sono confesses to Heung, his best friend, that he kissed Jojo. And we find out that Jojo is working hard to pay off debt that her mom owed her aunt, aka Koimi's mom. So she works at the convenience store that her emo, her aunt, owns. And then we also learn that there's this character named Toku, this school nerd. And he has a crush on Koimi, who unfortunately despises him. So Toku gives Jojo a nice phone that has love alarm on it. Up until this point, Jojo is too poor and doesn't have the resources to have a phone that can even have love alarm. Because you need an app. So she has like a really older phone. And then… Sono gets into a fight with Jojo's boyfriend because they kiss. Yeah, I mean… Also, I was just like… I was like… I thought about it. I was like, if somebody were to kiss my girlfriend, would I go get in a fight? I'd just be like… As much as it is on the guy, it's also on the girl. That's how I Eric, feel. understood. But that's because you're a lover, not a fighter. Okay? Would like, you I, go fight someone? Dude, think about like extracurricular or any of the other K-dramas we've covered at this point. These guys, they're willing to throw hands before any sort of discussion. Because they're like more willing to blame it. And if the guy had seen the replay of what happened where he's like… I'm going right. to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. She's like, no, I have a boyfriend. I mean, I don't know. But it is like a very, you know. It was weird. I don't understand. Okay. I mean, yeah. I understand the fight. You need it for the drama. But I was just like, as I was watching, I was like, this is so over the top. Like, chill out, dude. Like, just break mm-hmm. up with your girlfriend. Like, there's there's a bigger problem here. Okay, if your Ariana girlfriend. <laughs> 
Um, anyways, so JoJo eventually downloads the app, confesses to her boyfriend that she doesn't have feelings for him. And um, oh, and then and then her cousin, aka her roommate, aka the girl at school who wants to be a pop idol. Nobody really knew that they were cousins, but it comes out that they're cousins. They get into a fight at school because Komi, her cousin, was like, I'm going to get that model boy's tunnel. Like, he's the only person that's like right for me. Like, we're supposed to be together, et cetera, et cetera. But then she finds out that they kissed and they get into this big fight. And they're like, she's like, when are you going to like mooch off my life? Until like, when are you going to pay back all your debts? I'm going to tell everybody what happened on Jeju-do. Because up until now, everybody thinks that this girl is from Jeju-do. Um, and that's why like, she's like, doesn't, she's mysterious in many ways. And um, she's like, oh my God, don't do that. Don't tell, you can't tell people what happened about my parents. And if you do, you're a monster. And then everybody's like, oh, what did Jojo's parents do? Right. And we'll find out in the coming episodes. So that's pretty much the first two episodes. Yeah. So this this is not a love triangle. It's not a love square. It's actually a love pentagon, believe it or not. You fit that little nerd in. Toku as well. There are five people. Kind of… I rotating. mean… There's… Hold on, hold on. Let's go through this. There's the model kid. Yes. There's his best friend. Yep. There's Jojo. Yep. There's Jojo's boyfriend. There's Jojo's cousin. And then there's the nerd. Oh, right. So that's six. six. That's a freaking hexagon of love. Mm-hmm. Very it's hexagon. Com- it's very, as some might say, confusing. <laughs> I would say. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we kind of laid it out here. Okay. Not confusing. Complex. Okay. There we go. All right. Okay. So we're going to discuss some of the things that we liked and we hated and… You know, all these different things about this show. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break before we move on to the topics. Because uh, we have to listen to some ads. Because Lord knows, we need some ads. God, we we need some ads. Please. Support for Commit to Quick comes from our friends at Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious individuals like you and me. If you've listened to all of our Commit or Quit episodes, you probably know by now that I have an incredibly short attention span, which is where the show even developed from because I don't have patience. That's why Skillshare is even more interesting because most classes are under 60 minutes and one that I am going to start taking is a documentary photography class taught by Amy Vital. You guys take class with me and... Just to make it easier for you guys, Skillshare has given our Commit or Quit family an incredible, incredible offer. You can do two free months of a premium membership. Like, it costs you nothing. Absolutely nothing. You just go to Skillshare.com slash commit and you have two months for free. So, check it out. Skillshare.com slash commit for two free months of a premium membership. And uh, I'll see you there. All right. Back to the show. All right, so we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed that riveting ad. We have no idea what was trying to push down your throat. If you like it, go for it. If you don't, don't. But uh, if it's Skillshare, <laughs> if it's Skillshare, please. Go, ch- please. Go check out Skillshare. Please. All right. Anyways, <laughs> why don't we, why don't we just uh, talk a little bit more about this, okay? Like, Eric, like, what were your first impressions 
about this drama, huh? Like, we're talking about the complexity of it all, but did you find it any bit addicting? Did something pull you? Is a love alarm something that you would want to have in your world? Okay, first of all, no, I would not want love alarm. I don't want it. I don't want it at all. Second of all, I was like intrigued, but like, I don't know what it is. High school stories don't intrigue me anymore. I'm so far out of high school that I feel like an old man watching high school dramas. That's how I'm feeling. That's how I started off. How about you? Uh, I agree. And and don't get me wrong. I, I love high school drama, especially when I was in high school, like watching the OC and Laguna Beach and these things. But now it is a little bit far removed. But I guess for the purpose of this show, we can still dive into these main topics and objectively say if like, hey, you know, maybe this doesn't float my boat, but I'll tell you if it's good or not. Dog. Right. Right. right? So anyways, I think think you brought up a good point. Like the relatability. So why don't we just go into like this. The fact that this is a love hexagon right now. It has a lot to do with raging hormones and young love. Okay. Oh my God. Puberty. Yeah. Right. Gosh. Like just like even the the model bro being like, I'm just going to kiss this Jojo girl. Just because my best friend like really, really loves her. So like, you know, that that's very appealing to me. You know what I mean? So I think like… That's I appealing don't know. to you? I mean, How is that no, appealing to you? To that dude. Because he's like 15, you know. He's just oh. he's just trying to test the waters. He's just trying to be like, you know, dad's like, do your homework. He's like, F you dad. You know, you're that that's the age you're at right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your best friend says… Dude, I really love this girl, Jojo. He's like, oh, really? Okay, okay. And then <laughs> next day it goes, girl, you gonna kiss me now. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Dude, it's weird. I legit… Okay, I'm gonna be very honest. I thought that Tunnel character was in love with his best friend. For like the entire first episode. I did too. I did too. I was like, what is going on? Like, this dude is overly jealous and possessive of his best friend. He's like, you have to hang out with me. You have to like… And yeah. they're like, in the first episode… And this is… Okay, they're sleeping together in the same bed. Now, mind you, in Korea, like, it's very, very common thing. It's just These like a fraternal… Yeah. But I was just like, mm-hmm. this is so weird. Like, the dude's obsessive over his best friend. And I was like, he's just trying to do this yeah. to be like, you can't have this girl. I'm in love with you. I don't know. But I was just very like… And then I was like, no. Maybe this character is just a psychopath. Because he just right. has an unrealistic view on life. And unrealistic mm-hmm. amount of privileges. So he just messes with people. Because that's just yeah. the way… He just needs attention. Because his mom and his dad don't give him attention. Yep. It was weird. It, yeah, that's a good point. His parents are both politicians. They want him to act like a certain way. For him, it's all a game. As we've seen with like… Chebars and like very rich kids in these Korean dramas, like they get satisfaction by stirring the pot. Okay. Yeah. And I agree. When he saw his friend uh, for the very first time in a very long time, it was overly affectionate. It's like, who are you crushing on? And then he was like even stalking him for a little bit to find out who this JoJo girl was. 
And then yeah. for him, I feel like it's just a total game to dismantle his best friend. Um, because he's just bored. Okay, to this point of young love and raging hormones, okay? Eric, do you remember when you were a teen? Like, did you ever feel like you were in love with somebody or it was just a crush? And you weren't able to tell the difference. You don't have to dive into it. I understand you're a K-pop star. You don't need to tell it all. But just talk in an anonymous tone. I mean, I don't think I've I've, I've ever felt that like, oh my god, I'm going to be dead without her. Kind of thing. But what I do remember is there was this girl that I liked and a friend knew. And then they ended up dating. And I was like, you backstabbing traitor. Mm. <laughs> that, you know, like it was always… We- that was always weird. And like mm-hmm. I just like couldn't… I couldn't talk to them much after that. It was just… But it's just the way it is. That's just life. I just listened to uh, BM, Peniels, and Ashley's new podcast on on Dive Studios, Get Real. On episode two where they're talking about their first crushes. And BM Uh talks about how uh, his first crush in fifth grade was like dating his best friend. And mind you, they're like in fifth grade or like sixth grade. And he just would like cry at night and (laughs) just could not get over the whole bro code thing, you know? Uh, yeah. and never wanted to uh, slight his friend, but then he moved. And then I don't uh-huh. think he ever spoke to his elementary school friend ever again. Uh, but that actually brings me to the next point, which is kind of aligned to this young love and raging hormones thing. But like choosing friendship over love. What are your thoughts about that just in this drama? In this drama? Well, I mean in life. Uh, I don't know. I I think I until now I've been more on like friendship over love. Just cuz like mm-hmm. I feel like there's how do you say this? When you choose love over friendship, right? There's a chance that love doesn't work out. Oftentimes love doesn't work out. And then you're just out of friend, right? If it's a good friend, then I go with friendship. Now, if the friend's a crappy friend or you barely know this person, go with love. But I've seen both cases, or I've seen, even recently, I've seen a case where it's like, friends chose love over friends and it just tore everybody apart. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that just sucks because I feel like if you're good friends, right? Like, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of, Memories that's invested into that. Like as much as there is value in love and relationships like that. There's just as much importance in having friendships. Just fraternal platonic friendships. And that actually I think is incredibly important. That's how Mm -hmm. I feel. Why don't you ask me the same question there? All right. But how do you feel Eddie? How do you feel between that line between love and friendship? Where are you going to go? Dude, I've never been in a position besides the third grade where I've had to choose a girl over my friend. Okay? And mm-hmm. I I ended up choosing the girl. And then we moved 30 minutes outside. But I was in love with her since first grade. So… I mean, if look, you if you were in know. love with her for two years, then okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. You know, because that's mind like… Mind you, 
We didn't have them smartphones, okay? Omar would only let us play N64 like 30 minutes on the weekend. Like I had a lot of time to think. So I was like really, really, really developing some feelings for this girl. And then when she finally opened up and was like, hey, Ednam, I like you too. I was like, sorry, bro. Like, I got to go with this girl. But it came a week before we moved to Marietta. Sorry, dude. I'm yeah. really sorry. It's did really it tear you apart? It did tear me apart. But I will say that was when I was young. Okay. I didn't know much. But I agree. Like your friendships, your college friends, your high school friends that, that are genuine friendships. It means everything. Now, I am lucky that I did get the best of both worlds. Okay. I think you saw where this was going, Eric. Brittany has been one of my best friends since 15. Okay. So I've known her. For almost 15 years. And so, yes, it was scary when it became that transitional period of like, okay, we've been friends for this long. Can we take it to the next level? Because we got all sorts of risk involved. We got friends, friends of friends. And, you know, you, you, you don't want to stir the pot. Right. But when it felt right, it felt right. And here we are, you know, seven months into the craziest marriage of our lives in the time of COVID-19 and just crazy, crazy shit going on. But again, it's like, I think this time has taught me that you need to be in love with your best friend. That's it. There should be no That's called marriage. It's called marriage, marriage. baby. I was just talking with Tableau about this. Like, him and his wife, if you see the way they interact, they're just like really, really good friends. They make each other mm. laugh and she understands yeah. him. It teases him like crazy and vice versa. And so, Eric, I know that person is out there. Or maybe He's just somewhere right, out there. Maybe just right underneath your nose. You just don't know it. Okay. Or yeah, I mean, hey man, I'm not here to lecture you, but the time will come. And she's going to be great. She's going to be an amazing sister-in-law. And I'm just going to, you know, I'll accept her with open arms. But you can't choose your love over your real bros, though. That is like, that's a real no-no. Over your real bros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bro bros. Like your family I'm just bros. kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding, though. But you eventually probably will. Which I don't. I mean, either. but like. You're but we a- everybody everybody knows what you're talking about. Okay, but you okay. know what the most important thing is? Like honestly, the most important thing is I think you probably realize this about marriage too. Is like your families have to get along. That's right. That's like your families have to get along. They have to be on good terms. You have to be able to hang out with each other and like talk to each other and like be cordial with each other. Like when I look at friends or marriages where like stuff starts to fall apart. Oftentimes it's like somebody doesn't like someone's parents or, yeah, you know, your, your spouse, spouse hates your parents or vice versa, or they hate each other. Like, it's just, that's the, and then you're in the middle and then that's where the, yeah, the seam starts to pop. Yeah. You know, Eric, you want to know one of the most beautiful things right now, this week that I've been, at home with just Oma, Appa, and Brittany. is like when I'm working and I'm recording this podcast at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. 
and you're recording mm-hmm. it on a Saturday morning, like I can hear Oma, Appa, and Brittany just like laughing upstairs, uh-huh. talking, language barriers aside, whatever. They just love each other, you know? Uh-huh. And like that's all I could that's all I could ask for. I'm not gonna get emotional, but it does make me very, very happy. And even like living with her and both of the non-bros in quarantine, it was just a good time, you know? Mm. I see a little tear shedding and I see a little tear welling up in your eye. Dude, like, I mean, it's like it it that's all I can ask for. And it, it makes me genuinely happy. Cause growing up, I always asked someone like, could I marry a white girl or a black girl or a Latino girl. Oma's like, I mean, yeah, you can, but it's going to be tough to communicate with mm. their parents and even her. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like I just, I don't want to have that burden. And mind you, I think I was asking these questions in the third grade because I told you I was very sensitive. Still am. But <laughs> despite, despite all of this, you know, we all get along and it's beautiful mm. and I love it. That's it. Hallelujah, bro. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, so, man. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, Anyways. I don't want to cut off your emotional little little Dude, speech, I almost teared up. I almost teared up. You did. You saw I'm me. I'm sitting here watching you and you're getting your face is getting <laughs> red. I'm like, "Oh my god. <laughs> Too early here for this." And dude, <laughs> sometimes you got to show the real emotions to the committer quit family to let them All know right. it's real. All right. Well, here we go. Let's gonna let's keep jumping into this. Oh. That was crazy. Right. I'm so, sorry. People want this rawness. They want this realness. All right. That's right. Now, this is an issue that I not as an issue. You had an issue with this. I don't have an issue with it. I'm just like this is the entire trope of this entire show. It's this freaking thing called love alarm. This thing on your phone. That tells you if somebody likes you, right? Or if you like somebody, it'll tell them within 10 meters. So what? That's like 30 feet. Mm -hmm. That's a big radius. But anywho, I hated the idea of this. I hate the idea of a love alarm. I'm still a little bit confused. Can you please explain to me how this works? So if I'm walking around with my love alarm… Can there be uh-huh. multiple love alarms going off? Yeah, if you have if there are like five people around you, right? Within 30 feet of you. 30 okay. foot radius. Okay, that's 10 yards. Then and like three of them like you, you'll get three ding ding dings on your phone. Because okay. three people like you. That's Just it. from like visually seeing me. Or could they be like on their phone or eating a cheeseburger having not even seen me. But this love alarm technology knows that we're compatible. Or like that bro, person. Bro, I didn't make love alarm. I don't know the details, bro. Dude, all I, I know. <laughs> but like did you… Did it, did it convey that at all in the drama when you saw that? No. What's conveyed is that if it's within 30 feet… It's gonna go ding. That's okay. it. So this is super confusing. Let's be honest. Like that is not. Why does that matter? It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't okay. matter. I think it matters, but I don't think it matters. 
uh, for me, it was just like so unrealistic that I was just like, it does okay, fine. You could you could make it farts. I don't care. You could make it whatever the hell you want, but like it's just different. Okay. Uh-huh. So like Well, that's what I mean. That's why you're asking me if this is something that I could live with, right? In a world Do you even like the idea of this? I don't like it. Dude, I have my phone on silent all the time. It doesn't even vibrate. So for this to be dinging around, it would give me extreme anxiety. Yeah, I hate it. I thought this would be just the most anxiety-inducing thing. Also, just because I feel like I would just get dings all the time. So yeah, I that's just true. <laughs> oh my god, Eric Namshi. Oh my, oh my god, Mister Delta. Oh, I fly Delta <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I saw. Like, I love no, this I pasta. This. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So I guess just the principle of it, okay? So we asked some of our Dive Studios family. You know, did. What they thought. Would they want a love alarm? So, okay. Let's talk about it. The pros. You find people that immediately are attracted to you or like you. That's uh-huh. great. Okay. And the cons are like… I don't know. Well, let's find out. Okay. So… You want to go through a couple and I'll go through a couple? Yeah. So Smego155 says, Yeah, I don't need that kind of negative reinforcement in my life. I'll be, I'll walk around oblivious thinking I'm amazing. I don't need confirmation outside of my head that I'm not. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's keep reading. Allison is calm and says, No, because I might feel unworthy of love just by looking at a number. It might make me question my personality and change it when re- reality. I don't need to. I just need to find that person… Like doing it the old-fashioned way. Talking to building a relationship. I like that. Yeah. This is from Mira Jurem. No, because an app shouldn't decide who I fall in love with. Let me go through the anxiety of thinking whether my crush likes me or not. I need to face these types of things so I can grow. To be a better human being. Though it'll hurt. Though it'll hurt, it'll help me become better. Dude, our listeners are like so smart. I think these are a lot of valid, valid reasons. Um… There's also no because I don't want to be… I don't want love being a competition. Like more people love me than you. And I love to keep it by myself and just wait for the right time if I have a chance to confess. That is true though. I do think if if it was real, people would like screenshot how many hearts they got. And it would be a competition for people to be like, look at how many hearts I got today. Ding, ding, ding. And they would share it on their Instagram. Oh, dang. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean everything… Is it's like the Black Mirror, uh, the Black Mirror episode. So about, the like, entire the time, the entire time I watched this, I just kept thinking, "This is Black Mirror. This is a Black mm. Mirror episode, just in the form of a K drama, in hexagon love form." The bunch of oh wait, we have to upgrade it. It's what's a is it septagon seven? Because JoJo's best friend. I think likes her boyfriend. Oh, interesting. You see, you're picking up on things that I wouldn't know. I'm the kind of guy that when I say what's wrong and they go, oh, nothing, I just go, okay. Um, <laughs> it seems like just a, a lot of no's across the board, but as I'm reading this, it really just reminds me of Tinder. It's like, you can get validation by just swiping, you know, whatever left or right or whatever like approves it. I've never been on it. I missed that train. But 
You know what I mean? Like I'm sure people go on to feel good. To you know be like this person thinks I'm attractive. Wants to go on a date with me. You know? Just like Yeah Instagram there's one likes. from Pravod17. Yep. I guess she does like it. Because if I fall in Ooh. love. This app will be an easy way to tell. The person that. If my phone didn't ring, it wouldn't be so sad. If it would, my life would be a bit brighter. I guess like for people who are super shy and not very good at like expressing their feelings, it could be like a good mechanism. Kind of like yeah. that, like the nerd, right? In the mm-hmm. show, Toku. Like yeah. he's like this little nerd, looks a little creepy. Like, yeah, he looks like he's like 62. I really was yeah, not. I was really weirded out. I was like, why he is there a middle-aged like man? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why is there an old man here <laughs> at a high school? <laughs> and they All intentionally right. did his makeup so that he looks really okay. creepy. Like, and he has acting, his acting is in- impeccable. He gives off the perfect, perfect nerd creep vibes. Like yeah, just creepy. Creepy is the key word here. Um, but like he, like he has this app so that he can tell. He like musters all of his like courage to tell this girl Carmi that he likes her by like stepping into her sphere of like love alarm, and he's just like, I really wanted to say it, and then she like, we'll never be together, blah blah blah, blah. and then I was just like, you mean, girl, you mean, um. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I wanna I wanna bring up one more tweet here that I I particularly resonate with. It's by Angie, V zero, I D A N G Void Angie. No, what's the fun in that? Love comes with fun stages too. And if an app like Love Alarm existed, you just get a ring or not, and it would be like, "Hi, I like you, and I like you too," and that's all. You miss all of the fun and the sad parts. Yo, there is something to be said about love, right? You got to experience the lows to experience the highs. You know, like you got to be able to really go through something and be like sitting on your couch, uh, listening to Yellow by Coldplay and just crying deeply because your girlfriend (laughs) cheated on you. You got to go through something like that to really know when it's really good. And when it's just a green box or a red box, it's too easy. It's too easy. True. True, true. Word. Well, okay, anyways. I mean, really good good response. I don't know. There. I wouldn't I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't use Love Alarm even if it was real. And I think Eddie, you'd be too confused to use it, so you wouldn't use it either. Correct me if I'm wrong. But that's the vibe that I got. I feel like you'd be like side duck. Wait, like, what'd you say? Wah, wah. Love alarm? Love alarm, love alarm. And then you'd be like, all right, I'm done. Did you just impersonate Psyduck from Pokemon in the original 150? I did. Okay. In, I in the version saying, of you. I thought in you the version of Eddie Nam. Love alarm would be confusing to me because I'm married. And it would be very no. inappropriate for all these people to be in love with me when I got a ring on it. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I was saying. Okay. I was in the context of like… <laughs> If that wasn't the case. But I love that you took it there. It's just to be like, uh-huh. I'm a uh-huh. married man. 
but I'm still desirable. And you needed that little confidence boost. So. Exactly, dude. So maybe <laughs> maybe love alarm should exist, okay? I don't know. Maybe it's just a good confidence boost. I think so. And like you said in the, in the other comment about like if you have a hard time expressing feelings, like maybe this is that for you. I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's right. I have nothing against Tinder. One of my family members got married through Tinder, okay? Like, dude, love is love, baby. However you find it, you know, just embrace it, baby. Woo! Okay. Moving All right. On. Okay. So, I mean, I like honestly, in the first two episodes, I feel like this is pretty much all that happens. There isn't some deep underplot. The only like kind of curveball is like what happened to JoJo's parents? Why is she indebted to this family? Like that kind of stuff. And to me, it seems like, okay, they're going to end up getting together. There's going to be a lot of back and forth of like, you're a rich kid that doesn't understand anything. I'm a poor girl who has to work her butt off. And he's going to mm-hmm. try to buy her stuff and like pay off the debt. And then yep. like the family secrets are going to get spilled. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And then the cousin's going to be like, oh, I'm a jealous. I'm a jealous biatch because you stole my man who was never mine in the first place. Uh-huh. And that's what the drama is going to be. There are only like eight episodes in this drama. So right. I'm like… You know, we got to set ourselves up. Are we going to commit or quit? That's where my head's at right now. Okay. Where's your head at? Eric, you can't just go on a spiel like that and not just tell me if you commit or quit or not. It sounds like it's a quit for you out of predictability and not being able to relate to this thing. What? You don't know. I could throw a curveball. Okay, so what is it? I don't… I want to… I have my decision in my head. All right. I'll be honest. I'm going to quit it. Okay. Great. You don't have to say not be- Dude, you're… Okay, go ahead. It's not because it's a bad show. I don't think it's a bad show. I think it's well produced. I think it's well shot. I think the cinematography is pretty good. Like, it's easy to watch. I just wasn't interested in it. And this is just me as yeah. a… As a 30-something-year-old… Early 30s… <laughs> Young Dude, man. Super early 30s, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna date myself. As a young man, right, who is has been out of <laughs> high school for a while. <laughs> I was just watching this and being like, yo, I'm legit watching this for the committed quit family. I'm legit yeah. watching this because committed yep. quit listeners said, please watch this show. So right. that's the only reason I'm watching it. If I was ever scrolling through Netflix. Would I click on this and be like, I'm going to commit. I'm going to invest my time into this. No. Like if you are younger or if you really like these kinds of love stories and like rich, rich boy, poor, poor girl kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's completely different. But from the first two episodes, and that's the premise of the show we watch and we base off the first two episodes. Yep. I'm not hooked. That's where I'm at. Dude, fair enough, man. I think you're entitled to your own opinion. Ask me now. No, we're going to end the show there. So thank you guys for coming up. (laughs) All right, Eddie, commit or quit? Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. And like, here's the thing. Again, it's not anything about the production value. It's none of that. I think music is good. Everybody's like great at acting. Awesome. It's just commit or quit. What did you expect? We are going to become 
K-drama-like experts, okay? Like, in my head, there's constantly a ranking at this point. We started off so damn strong with Itaewon class, okay? I realized not every show can be Itaewon class. But then, a couple weeks ago, Extracurricular just came about. And I was like, damn, this is awesome, okay? So, the quality is out there. We're still crate digging to find the right ones. But for me, I think the first episode was like an hour and a half. The second one, I don't know how long. I think I blacked out. But my point is, is like, <laughs> it's not relatable. Maybe we need to reformat this show where we have like somebody young in high school or someone that can kind of like relate to it a little bit more. But again, this is just our opinion, you guys. Like, maybe if you do like this stuff, if you like, that's if good. You're in the same age demo or whatever, like this could be very, very exciting. I bet if I went back and I watched the OC right now, I wouldn't be as hooked as I was when I was fifteen. So, again, that's just our opinion for those reasons. But, you know, it, it could be a really fun watch for you. So, make up your mind. Hopefully, that we helped you kind of figure yeah. it out. Yeah. And if you like it, congrats. That's awesome. I, season 2 happened, yeah. right? So Yeah, season 2 is happening soon. I kept thinking to myself, I want to watch a show with some fighting right now. That's all I kept thinking. Like <laughs> and the physical other thing- fighting? I want some like… I just started watching a new Netflix show the other day. And it was like physical like fighting and like action. I was like, okay, this is what I need right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I can't… I think, I think we need to put a quick moratorium on love dramas. Like I am so love drama out right now, dude. Yeah. Like I'm about to quit every single love drama that comes my way. Because I just need some mindless, thoughtless action. Um, I need some so John I Wick. Vote, yeah, I agree. And maybe we need like a girl host on here to be like, y'all stupid and guys. But I don't know. I If I have to talk about one more love triangle, I'm about to lose it. <laughs> one more saying. love ho- octagon, all right? And I slam my head through the closest <laughs> wall I find, okay? Commander Quit family, help us out here. How about some like training Busan, some zombies ripping other people's faces off, huh? Like, a little bit of like… I don't suck just like Hulk smashing his way and just fighting 30 different people. You know what I mean? Or like, oh boy, how about something really dark? Uh, like some, something crazy that we hope never happens to anybody. But like for the sake of this show, we like <laughs> love talking about it. All jokes aside, That's thank it. you guys for tuning in. Uh, we got a little bit silly there. But I mean, this is really not that serious stuff. So hopefully you found some bits entertaining. And Eric, back to the part where I start tearing up. We could probably cut that out too. Things got pretty weird. Just no, I'm like, down to keep that in. I like think people minute, would love to you see. You were just like dead quiet listening to me and watching me have a moment. You know what? Sometimes you just need somebody to listen. That's it. I was That's, that person We don't today. talk enough, dude. You're like so busy with the album and stuff. You just send me the music. And you're like, how does it sound? And then I have to give notes. And that's like, that's it. We're just like a working relationship. Like, Bro, come, you are come so me. busy. <laughs> this kid <laughs> pretends and like anytime I call him, he's like, I, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta call, I gotta call. Bye, I gotta go. And he just he just hangs up and I'm just in my house by myself in Korea. <laughs> like, Anyways. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you guys, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Committed Quit. 
be sure to check out the other ones. We have some really great guests. We have some other stuff coming up soon as well. Um, but let us know what you guys thought. Connect with us on our socials at the Dive Studios on Twitter and Instagram. And we're on TikTok at Dive Studios. Of course, you can watch full episodes of this at youtube.com slash dive pods and watch the highlight clips at youtube.com slash dive studios. But also you can become a patron of ours. Why is that important, Eddie? Tell us. Dude, becoming a Patreon right now is like the most important thing to Dive Studios at this moment. As you guys know, you know, advertising is almost non-existent at this point. COVID, it's serious. We are basically a non-profit at this point. So if whatever you do, if it's for the perks or if it's just to be like, hey, I like what's going on here. I like the effort being put forth here. I like to empower our creators. Please just look at it that way and consider becoming a patron on patreon.com backslash dive studios because like every bit helps. I think we have like a little over 700, but then we have like millions of listeners. So what does that mean? Help us out, y'all. But anyways, okay. Um, I don't know. You just got really dark there for a second. And I was like, I don't know. I, mean, I kind of zoned out. I mean, I started looking at my people, phone. And I was people, like, avoid eye contact with this guy. In our July patron shout outs of the month, we've got Joy Warren, who is a VIP diver. Thank you. Thank you very much. We got Julia Villarreal, an all access patron. Thank you very much. Dave, D-A-V-E-I-G-H, Dave, Ramirez, VIP Diver. I hope I got your name right. What an awesome name. Real talk. Thank you. Li Hua, VIP Diver. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, like your support means everything and it keeps the lights on. Real talk. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Also, Eddie, I just feel like I sat through a spelling bee contest. Thank you for that. <laughs> what? Dabe. D A B E. Dude. Yeah, that was weird. Can I, I use I that in that. a sentence? Dabe became a patron of ours on Patreon and saved Eddie's life. Dabe. So tired. It's been a All long right. week, but this was fun. Well, Okay, good seeing you. Have a good cool. one. All right, dude. Goodbye.